and translating us into your marvelous light. Thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing right now and what you will do. Move the preacher out of the way, convict, convince if need be, convert. And let that truth, oh God, cover us this morning. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Come on now. Hallelujah. Thank you, choir. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Kent. We appreciate autumn 70s when I was out of, the, out of the military, into the world, and then God called me. Weak as water, but the Lord brought me through. And all I had programmed in my car was the Hawkins singers. Can I get a witness? What a change. Thank the Lord. The Lord is so good. Amen. Praise the Lord. And you know, we can't always see his goodness. So you just need to pronounce it. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness, mercy, and grace. This morning we'll be in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and amen. Hopefully, when I'm done, you will become an exegete of Scripture. Amen. An exegete of Scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Um, and I want to home in on, if you will, verse, just verse 7, and then we're going to develop the whole chapter. But, stop. But is a conjunction that begins to separate <clears throat> different ideas in the text. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Turn to your neighbor and say, you have nothing to do with it. Hmm. Hmm. I oftentimes, in my approach to the word, talk about first observation. To glance, keep reading the chapter over and over and over again to see what the Holy Spirit is saying to the writer as he uses human personality to perfect truth. The word is God breathes right out of the mouth of God, inerrant, Amen, and eternal. Mm. We, op we observe observation, which then moves us to interrogation. We interrogate everything in the text, grammatics, different parts of speech, uh, differentiating prepositions from nouns and pronouns, adverbs, adjectives, prepositions, uh, so forth, so on. And then, of course, as we interrogate, we come away, amen, with the ability to interpret what's being said, and then we give application 
to the text. I need to say that because one, one, of, the, one of the things I look for as a Bible student is what is the proposition? What is the main thought? What is the theme? Every chapter has a main thought. Every chapter has a subject and a predicate. Are you with me? And you've got to identify that before you can properly define what God is saying. Praise Jesus. Do I have a witness? And, and, and so in John 14, when Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled, let not your heart be agitated, Amen. The whole thought pattern was, I and the Father are equal. If you look at me, you see the Father. Because uh, Philip started asking questions. Do I have a witness? And I'm going away to prepare a place for you. And if I go away, I'm coming back to receive you unto myself. Do I have a witness? So don't, get, don't, don't let your heart be agitated. Everything is under control. All the work is God's work and is finished. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and so here, when you look at this chapter in finding the subject, the predicate, the, the thematic thrust, what prompts Paul, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, to say, amen, um, we have, we believers, have this treasure. This treasure, this treasure, this treasure. Well, it's because the, the main thought is in verse 1 of chapter 4. Therefore, seeing we have this specificity, ministry of reconciliation and restoration, as we have received mercy, we faint not. Paul, 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 Paul is saying the reason believers don't faint is because God has given us his mercy. Now, now, now just hold on to that thought. Because of his mercy, I'm not back in the world. Be because of his mercy, I'm not going to commit suicide. Because of his mercy, I can make it to tomorrow. Can I get a witness? Because, because of his mercy, no matter what's coming at me, I'm not going to faint. I, I can take a licking and just keep on ticking. Been had done that. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and child of God, God has equipped me to say praise the Lord anyhow. Can I get a witness? If the children are wayward, praise his name. If, if the marriage is broken, praise his name. Uh, if my health fails, praise his name. I, I've, I've been conditioned not to faint. I'm not fainting. I'm not throwing the towel in for good. Oh, I may feel like it. But at the end of the day, I'm not throwing it in. Can I get a witness? Why? Because he walks with me and he, he, he talks with me and he tells me that I'm his own. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? The Lord, the Lord is my high tower. <clears throat> you say, well, that's in verse 1. When you go down to verse 16, he repeats it. For which cause we faint not. 
though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man, the new nature, the Holy Spirit, is renewed day by day. And then Paul goes on and uses, amen, these terms that we call superlatives. Lord have mercy. I'm, I'm going to get back to the superlatives. Hey, amen. Superlative is to reach and express something beyond one's thinking. For a light affliction. Uh, Paul, Paul, Paul is saying in, in reference to eternity, what I'm going through down here, although it has broken my heart, it has bashed my mind, it's light in comparison to glory. For, for a light of fiction, just for a moment, is working far exceedingly, a, a, amen, an eternal weight of glory. So this morning, no loss of heart. No loss of heart. We don't faint because we are believers. We don't faint. Mm. Believers are destined to a divine place, dedicated to a divine person, the Lord Jesus Christ, and are developed by and through a divine process of difficulties. And by design, God uses our struggles to increase our strengths. Through our faith, he gives us a fight to continue. And in our fortitude, he gives us a reliable fellowship. What's in the midst of this madness? in which we are given a medicine for our minds as God's truth equips us. Hmm. When we look at his truth, it enlightens us. His, his, trans, his transformations equip us and his transfers enables us. Second Corinthians is a manual for ministry. And let me let me let me pause. Once you get on the front line of ministry, you getting hit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, people say, "Well, I'm in ministry, and I ain't going through all that because you ain't in ministry for the Lord. You in ministry for yourself. When you in ministry for the Lord, Doc, you gonna take a hit. Do I have a witness up in the house? That, that, that is, that is, that is, that is when heat has been applied to your life, uh, are you going to continue on or are you going to curtail what you're doing? Because there are testing periods that God allows in our lives. You're tested in your marriage, you're tested with your children, you're tested in your finances, you're tested in your mind, you're tested in your weak, you're tested in your strength. You, we, we are people who are tested. And, 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 and that's, why, that's why when people get these tester lies, amen, when they stand up and they want all the people to 
to hear them, no heat has been added. Let me talk to you when heat has been added. Let me, let me, let me, let me see what you got to say, how you going to say it, how long you going to say it. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so, and so, and so child of God, when we begin to look at uh, chapter one, Paul develops a comfort uh, with the same comfort that God comforted you, comfort others. He, he deals with uh, this character in chapter two, covenant in chapter three. But when he gets to chapter four, he's dealing with coping strategies. Now, coping strategies are, amen, the help and, and the healing and the hope of God. And it's, it's here, it's here, it's here that Paul gives us some clear explanation by using four powerful, amen, and, and, and I want to say they're powerful, uh, uh, opposing or, or, or oppositions, amen, uh, metaphors to explain what's going on inside the believer. What's going on inside the believer? What's going on inside the believer? What's going on inside the believer? Now, when you, when you look at this text, amen, and I told you, that when you go back up to the beginning, and I'm going to deal with this and get out your way, we faint not, verse 1, verse 2, because of his mercy and because of us not fainting, we have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, and we begin to walk uh, not in craftiness, nor as preachers and teachers do we handle the word of God deceitfully. I'm preaching already. But by manifestation of the truth, we commend ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. And if our gospel is hidden, it's hidden to them that are lost, that are blind, because Satan has blinded, not the eyes, but Satan has blinded the minds so that they cannot understand the word. For God, verse 5, watch this now, who commended the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So Paul builds his argument by saying the reason we don't faint is because we got mercy. And the reason we don't faint is because we got light. Do I have a witness? And once God gives you his light, Lord have mercy, darkness can be all around you, but you're going to, you're going to sustain because God has placed something in you. Say something in you. There's something in you that will not fail you. Do I have a witness? This one's tight. And, and, and so what Paul, what Paul does before he gets to the text, the inference is, first of all, in verse 7, we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Stop! Paul calls the Christian who is saved a vessel. And that opens up the door to everything. We ought to be a clean vessel. We ought to be an empty vessel so God can fill us. We ought to be an available vessel. Am I right? But just looking at the word vessel, we, sh we are a fitted vessel. Jars of clay, meaning that God has made us the way we are, 
Amen. In order for us to do what he called us to do. Who do you think you are trying to change somebody else to be what you think they ought to be? We got different bents. We got different personalities. I, I said from the book of Nehemiah, every, God gives everybody a different burden. Do I have a witness? So if your burden is standing on the corner with the hundreds of souls, that's your burden. And others should assist you because everybody ought to be involved in telling people about Jesus Christ. But you can't put your burden on somebody else. I might have a burden. You may have a burden for senior citizens. You may have a burden for youth. You may have a burden for millennials or teenagers. Uh, so we, we got to pay attention. We need a traffic cop, Kent, when it comes to burdens. And, 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 and it's here that a fitted vessel. Amen. God, God told uh, Luke wrote Acts in Luke 9.15, I believe. It says, Paul, his, his God talking, Paul is a chosen vessel to bring my name before the Gentiles. Peter's ministry was to the Jews. Are y'all getting this? So we got we to gotta respect the fitted vessel, Psalm 139, the fitted vessel, amen, that everything that I have ever done for 30 years was fitted. It came from where the Lord bought me from. Do I have a witness? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the honest to God truth. You know, military likes order, I like order. Military likes excellence, I like excellence. No nonsense. We got we to gotta do this thing God's way. We got to pay attention to the SOPs, standard operating procedures. We got to pay attention to the Word of God. I'm not interested in your spirit. I'm not interested in what you think, what you say, how you feel. I'm not interested whether on the first Sunday you want to run around the church, second Sunday you want to sit there with your lips pulled out. I ain't fooling with that. I am disciplined in my worship experience. Do I have a witness? And you ain't going to break that. That's just the way it is. I'm disciplined. I want excellence. Praise the name of Jesus. I don't want no, you know, neck bones and, 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 and uh, collard greens up in here. Praise the name of Jesus. So whatever you did at your last church, you come here, you say, well, this pastor's a little different. He's a little crazy. Yeah. We're going to be orderly. We're going to be accountable. Everybody's going to fall into place. We're going to glorify Jesus Christ. We're going to not be like the world. We're going to get it done. Can I get a witness? And child of God, everything is on the clock. Some of y'all don't like clocks until you go to work. <laughs> Fit it vessel. Fitted vessel. You are fitted, I am fitted. God has tailor-made us to carry out his will. And you, and you gotta, you gotta respect that. Not only are we fitted vessels, we are focused vessels. The context is so deep here, we keep focusing on the wrong thing. God don't want you focusing on a vessel, he wants you focusing on a treasure. The treasure is the Holy Spirit. That's what we ought to be focused on. Not the vessel. <laughs> you, got, you, got, you got talents and gifts. 
Talents was at your first birth. Gifts is at your second birth. Are y'all, are y'all, y'all listen, Pastor? I was born with certain talents in my first birth. I was fast. I was athletic. I was good looking. Don't, don't, don't get upset. Don't get upset. Don't get upset. All that came with the first birth. Now, now I'm in the second birth. I got gifts. And I didn't ask for the gifts that God gave me. He was sovereign in giving them to me. I, I didn't say, let me see, Lord. Give me the gift for this and the gift for that. God says, uh-uh. Your gifts were determined before the foundation of the world. There, there's a fitted vessel. There's a focused vessel. There's a fractured vessel. When these vessels are broken... When they come ajar, whatever's in the vessel starts coming out. Sometimes God's got to break us before the Holy Spirit can get, a, get out. Holy Spirit can't get out because we keep concentrating on the vessel and not the treasure. So God breaks the vessel so the treasure can come out. Boy, I'm preaching up in this place. And then there's the faithful vessel. Faithfulness is a testing over time. It's not a one-day trick. Do I have a witness? Dr. John Henry Jowell said, Ministry that costs nothing accomplishes nothing. Lord, have mercy. It's going to cost you something. Do I have a witness? Just keep living. It's going to cost you something. So Paul begins to go into these contrasting uh, apparent contradictions. Such a powerful thing to establish that why we will not faint. Now, this morning we had a, a man come up and Reverend Poole took him in the back and they started talking. He said, you know, um, I come here because the, pa- the pastor's transparent, and I need that. I don't need nobody preaching down at me. I need, I need somebody that's been there, done that. Are y'all, are y'all understanding this? If I'm building a bridge from you to Jesus, I don't need you applauding me. I'm a mess. You ain't supposed to say amen to that. But it's true. I'm a mess. So, so, so the fact of the matter is that Paul begins to talk about these vessels. Each one of my kids are different. To put them all together and expect the same thing would not be wise. Are you getting this? You're different from your siblings, aren't you? Totally different. You're different from your husband and wife, aren't you? That's part of the problem. Totally different, right? Come on, you can say amen. It's the truth. Hey, guess what? If you had to go out and do it all again, opposites attract. I want somebody just like me. That's hell. Opposites attract, and then opposites attack. 
Don't they attack, brother? You can say, man. Your wife ain't going to close your eyes, man. You say, man. Don't be, don't be no chump. Say, man, man. All right, say, man. Praise the Lord. All right, it's all right. It's all right, man. Oh, you can't cook. That's what it is. Okay, go ahead. Don't say nothing. So, check it. That's my boy. Check it out. Here, here's what Paul begins to do. Paul says, but we have this treasure. Now, in, in, some, in some interpretations, it says hidden. It's hidden. It's invisible in earthen vessels. He gives us a picture. He gives us a power. He gives us a permanence. The picture is we are baked clay pots that are leaking. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm leaking. We got slow leaks all over the place. You know what a slow leak is, right? <laughs> Get in the car, you go, and the tire study going down. We, 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 we are baked clay pots that are leaking. We are rough. But we are used to store valuables, money, jewelry in the first century. So somebody could take a, a rough-looking pot put jewelry and valuables in there and shut it up. You don't see the jewelry because it's invisible to the eye. But it's inside of the baked clay. Now, I remember in the 50s, my grandmother, God bless her soul, she used to send me to the grocery store and say, I want you, she write out a list, I want you to get these four things for me. And I said, okay, nanny, no problem. And she'd take the money and put it in a sock and make a knot. I said, I ain't taking no sock in no grocery store. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? I walk in the store and the man said, can I help you? I got to open the sock. All these people looking at me. <laughs> Read the list off, put the sock in my pocket, pull the money out. That's the way them old timers was. They ain't play with that. Boy, I don't lose my money. What God has done, he has put the Holy Ghost inside of us. He has placed him. He's a down payment. He's a seal. He indwells the believer. He's the paraclete. Now, look what it says. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. That the reason the Holy Spirit is on the inside, the reason the Holy Spirit is invisible, the reason the Holy Spirit, amen, is inside of cracking, leaking pots is that the excellency, hupopole, might be of God. Here comes these superlatives. That God is far, exceedingly, abundant. He, he says that he is the surpassing of excellence that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us if you're faithful when you get the glory you'll get your rewards you get them down here you don't get them up there do I have a witness yeah it's this this one's tight God gets all of the power God gets all of the glory for what you do that the excellency, once, once the treasure comes out of the trash, we got a treasure in the trash. 
The trash is the old nature. The treasure is the new nature. The trash is us. The treasure is Jesus. I don't call me no trash. You trash. And I'm trash. Compared to the Holy Spirit, we're trash. Do I have a witness? Thank you, Jesus. When I was in that world, running, getting high, partying, cabarets, this and that, amen, trash. When I got saved, trash. I had a treasure. Lord, have mercy, y'all ain't getting this. Still trash, I got a treasure. And the treasure helps the trash to become a treasure. So I'm not as trashy as I used to be, but I'm still trash. A child of God, I'm preaching up in this place. That the power, the excellency might be of God and not of us. That's why I keep saying Jesus. That Jesus. How in the world am I going to take credit when the, it was the treasure that did all the work? It was the treasure that opened up doors. It was the treasure, Lord have mercy, that set my enemies down. It was the treasure that put the anointing and appointing. It was the treasure, the treasure, the treasure, the treasure, the treasure. Uh, check this out. The other night I was, uh, in fact, yeah, the other night I was alone. I was late at night. I was, you know, just by myself watching TV. And all of a sudden, my mother, my father, my two brothers came back, and I got real, I got real teary-eyed, down, down, down. And the hope of seeing them again, because they would say, I said, you know, it comes and goes. It just comes and goes. You keep moving. You keep moving. And here's the miracle. <clears throat> right after I had that episode, one of my nephews called me up and said, Onk, or he texted me and said, Onk, do I tithe every week or once a month? And it dawned on me. My pain profited somebody else. All right. My pain profited somebody else. What do you mean by that? Well, and your pain is going to profit your kids, and they're going to profit somebody else. You, you may not see it. God didn't even let you see it yet, but trust me, your pain profited other people. Do I have a witness? Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, 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 so, and so, child of God, the whole thing is that when we look at this treasure in the trash, uh, a, amen, he gives us a picture, he gives us a power, he gives us a permanence, but the second is, now look at this now, we are, we believers are troubled on every side. There's a transfer highlighted with trouble. What do you mean trouble? Thalipsis is the Greek word. I got to move. Very important for you to see that God allows troubles into our lives. 
Stop blaming the devil for everything. Some of your trouble is straight from God. It, it, it will conform you to his image. It will comfort you. Come on now. It, it will prepare you for future ministry. Understand the word philipsis is affliction, agitation, attack. Hmm. Troubling in our hearts, pressed by pain, diet of difficulties, heart issues, historical issues. Amen. We, we, we are troubled on every side. We, we, we said this at core. Paul said, we even, despise, we even despise life. We're ready to die. Lord, have mercy. We're ready to die. We're ready to give it up. We, 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 uh, we, we are troubled on every side, but we never get distressed. Interesting Greek word. We never, we're hard pressed, but we're not knocked out for good. Do I have a witness? I, I, Satan just can't knock you out for good. Satan can knock you down. Satan can swing at you. Satan, amen, can get you discouraged. Satan can deplete your strength. Satan can wish you were never alive, but Satan can't get rid of you. Because the treasure that's in the trash keeps keeps a power base gone can i get a witness whatever satan throws at you it won't work uh, god told Jeho Jeho uh, jehoshaphat the battle is not yours but the battle is the lord's can i get a witness a a a amen and you gotta differentiate when the battle belongs to him and when the battle does not belong to you can i get a witness lord you promised that all things would work together for the good lord you said that no weapon that's formed against me shall prosper lord you said that if i trust you you would bring me out uh, with a shout lord 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 you said can i get a witness you got to get back in that logos you got to get back in that book you got to get back in that biblios you got to understand what god is saying uh, thank you jesus thank you lord uh, i've been troubled yeah on every side and brother beeman there are times when i didn't know that i was going to make it do i have a witness strength got low and outlook got low perspective got messed up can i get a witness I, i'm ashamed to say this I, I know i'm a pastor i shouldn't be saying this there was times i didn't even want to read the word there's, there's a times I didn't even want to pray. There's a, there's a times I wanted to throw me, uh, yeah, a party, uh, a victim's party. Uh, I wanted to feel sorry for myself. How, how many of y'all been there? Where yeah, uh, you don't invite nobody but yourself because somebody might come in your party and mess it up. Somebody might come in your party and remind you of the promises of God. Somebody might say, I'm gonna pray for you. So you don't invite anybody, you just sit there with your balloons and crepe paper and you light your cake of discouragement and you feel sorry for yourself. Poor me, how can God turn his back on me? Why me? Why this? 
Why now? Why my kids? Why my marriage? Why my money? Why my mind? That's a victim's party. Can I get a witness? But God always manages to invite himself. He comes busting through the doors and he will, he'll remind you of his promises. Did not I say, did not I tell you that everything is going to be all right? Trust in the Lord and lean not to that own understanding. I dare you, in all our ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage. And again, I say wait, but they that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. He'll mount them up with wings like eagles. They'll run and not get weary. They'll walk and not faint. It was good that the Lord afflicted me, that I may learn thy statutes. Do I have a witness? Weeping may endure for a night, but joy, 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 joy will come in the morning. Can I get a witness? What the Lord starts, he finishes. Can I get a witness? But he that have begun a good work in you will keep on doing it to the day of Jesus Christ. Do I have a witness? I'm sorry, I can't faint now. I've come too far from where I started from. Nobody told me that the road would be easy, but I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. If the Lord was going to leave me, he should have left me when I was drinking liquor. He should have left me when I was fornicating. He should have left me when I was getting high. He should have left me when I was running the streets. He brought me too far to leave me now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Boy, do you feel like Satan? Yes, Lord. I dare you to say thank you. I dare you to say Jesus. I dare you to say right on. I dare you to praise my name. Can I get a witness? I hear my name. Hush. Hush. Somebody's calling my name. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Every time I get low, the tow truck pulls up. Called the Holy Ghost. He lifts me up, turns me around, places my feet 
on a solid ground, puts a new song in my mouth, even praise. And here's what the songwriter said, many will see it and they will fear the Lord. Here you go. I'm coming in. I'm coming in. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. We are, verse 8, perplexed. That means confused. Apario in the Greek, the wise. We become confused about our conflicts. Uh, yeah, let me, let, me, let, me, let me stop, pause the park. I, I, I hope I'm not going to disturb you, your faith. See, see, the way my mind works, Lord, when I was in the world on my way to hell, I could understand all this. But I'm on a street called Straight. Why do you keep? afflicting me I tithe I'm trying to pray right I'm trying to be right oh I make mistakes but God why why do you hurt your own I wish I had a witness up in this house we 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 are baffled with the beatdowns we yeah we feel devastated about the delays we are fractured in our feelings and discouraged in our difficulties Lord why and God 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 does not always answered us but here's the transform but we're not in <laughs> but we're not in despair verse 8 <laughs> that that is we we are perplexed but we're not in uh, despair we're not left without hope God might leave you without logic yeah he may leave he may leave you without understanding everything that's going on but he doesn't leave you without hope can I get a witness we're, we're not in despair uh, we're not at a loss we're not a man uh, going through some unnecessary drama uh, do I have a witness that everything Jesus is doing has a purpose uh, uh, everything that Jesus is doing has a reason everything Jesus does has a calendar can I get a witness? That's why Job said, and when I come forth. Come on, come on, man. I'll be like Job. Can I get a witness? Child, child of God, when I, when I, when I, when I, when I come on. Persecuted, verse 9. That means chased. Uh, can I get a witness? Uh, but not forsaken. We have a tranquility of hope. Now, what do you mean by persecuted? I'm glad you asked. There's... There's, there's some stuff that keeps chasing me every day. Lord have mercy. The word persecuted means being chased. Uh, some stuff keeps chasing me. Every day. Uh, first, my history keeps chasing me. Can I get a witness? Yeah, I was out there in that world running that world. Had a great time. Not a good time. Had a great time. Can I get a witness? Clean as the board of health, had money in my pocket, and the biggest problem I had was getting my clothes out of cleaners by 7 o'clock. That's the biggest problem I had in my life when I was in my 20s and early 30s and running, 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 and running. I, Lord, have mercy when I, when I, when I, when I go back. My, my history, my history keeps interfering. Yeah, 
with my present day happenings. Can I get a witness? Why are you still here? You don't have to take this. You Come on now. Won't your mind talk to you? Won't circumstances scream at you? Do I have a witness? So my history chases me and my hurts chases me and my habits chases me and my hysteria chases me. But God moves in. Uh, but we're not destroyed. Thank you, Jesus. We can take a licking and just keep on ticking. Verse 13, he gives us a faith, 14, 15, and fortitude. And verse 16, he repeats his proposition, no fainting allowed. You will not faint. Can I get a witness? Hell can come up against you. You will not faint. Uh, can I get a witness? Your own stuff can come up and you will not faint. Discouragement can enter the scene, but you will not faint. Family can turn against you, but you will not faint. Kids can be wayward, but you will not faint. The doctor gave you a bad report, but you will not faint. Can I get a witness? Uh, uh, child of God, we have a fitted faith and a focused faith and a fractured faith and a faithful faith. God says you will not faint. You will not faint. Hang in there and hold on and look up. Weeping uh -huh. may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. You will not faint. Hell is all around me, but you will not faint. I paid too much of a price at the cross of Calvary for you to faint and fizzle out. I went to hell and preached to the spirits. And on the third day, I got up with all power in my hands for you to faint. Do I have a witness? There's a cloud, there's a Nephilim of saints that's, that's cheering you on. In Hebrews chapter 12, you will not faint. Do I have a witness? Mom and dad is praying for you. Grandmother prayed for you. Godmother prayed for you. Church folk prayed for you. You will not faint. Can I get a witness? Child of God, the reason you gotta come in is because I'm faithful to those who continue to pray. But the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. You will not faint. Can I get a witness? When you go out that door today, you will not faint. I don't care what Satan throws at you. I don't care what politics throws at you. I don't care what your health is not doing. You will not faint. So don't lose heart, but praise his name. Praise him anyhow. Praise him in season. Praise him out of season. In everything. Give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. You will not faint. I've seen boxing matches with two can really fight. And one guy gets hit. His knees go buckle. He goes down. And the referee, his job, while the man is down, is to run over there and prevent the other one from hitting him anymore. Somebody see what I'm going with. And the referee 
Say, neighbor, you cannot faint. You won't faint. Fainting is not in the vocabulary of a child of God. As every head is bowed, your eyes closed. If you're here this morning, you need to be saved. Jesus died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. If you want to be saved, just raise your hand. We we'd love to have you. Just raise your hand. I want to give my life to Christ. Is there one? Or perhaps you are saved, looking for a church home. We'd love to have you raise your hand. Is there one? 
love to have you, love to have you, love to have you. Our Father and our God, thank you for this strong proposition that we faint not. Thank you that, oh God, we have this treasure hidden in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power might be of God and not of us. Troubled, but triumphant. Perplexed, but persuaded. Oh God, thank you for the victory we have in Christ. Thank you for the victory. 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 Is there another you'd like to come up? How many of you don't have a church home? Raise your hand. Don't be running from church to church. You need to be here. You need to be taught the word of God. Come on now. I'm waiting on you. If you're not saved, you don't have a church home. Come on and join us. We're not perfect, but we are forgiving. Come on, come on, come on. Is there another? Praise his name. Praise his name. Praise his name. Glory to his name. Glory. Is there another? Is there another? Thank you. Amen. Oh, a family. Praise Jesus. All right. Praise the Lord. Will you follow the minister, please? Thank you. Ah. Thank you, Dave. Father, as we leave this place with never your presence, Help us to realize we are a fitted vessel. Help us, Lord God, to realize that we are a focused vessel. We're fragile. We're fragmented. But God, you give us fortitude. And we will not ever faint. Now dismiss us with your choices, benediction. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Church say amen. 12-13. See y'all later. See you Wednesday. We love you.